Hello friends, Nyanyu May, Adam Fofo, Abu Yina, Rafiki, Ami, Ore, Enye. This is Caleb Lamte, your host for the Young and Old podcast. On this podcast, I interview African achievers from various disciplines all over the world. They share their habits, principles, and values that has brought them this far. And stay tuned and enjoy the conversation. Our guest for today is Adrian Sola Oluafemi. Adrian Sola is a designer based in Nigeria. She found design as a hobby after trying various hobbies. With the inspiration and work from family and friends, she stayed put to her work, getting better every time. She's currently a product designer at Eden Inc., a startup in Nigeria, and she aspires to build a design school in future. She has a podcast named Randoms with Atara. Kindly check it out and give us a feedback. You can follow her on Twitter at Adensola underscore O. Before the conversation starts, we want you to know that this program is supported by Casimo, an online learning masterclass platform for groups. You get to learn skills from the best in the world. To get updated on Casimo, you can follow them on social media at Casimo HQ. Casimo spelled Q A S E M O H Q. That is at Casimo HQ. Stay tuned and enjoy the conversation. Hello and welcome, Adarin Sula, Sula Oluafemi. Am I right? Adarin Sula Oluafemi. Sula Oluafemi. All right. Um, so before I started, like, you can tell us um, how your day is like, I mean, your typical day. What do you usually do in the day? Um... Well, my day is actually quite boring. I wake up, I read my Bible and pray. I, If I have meetings in the morning, then I join my meetings. I eat breakfast. I um, I don't work from home. I work from my cousin's place every day. So I leave home to get to my cousin's place to stop like, working. Um, and I work more meetings and meetings. And I eat dinner, and then I go to bed. That's really all it is. Okay. As I mean, going straight into your um, design aspect or design food, you really didn't go into any um, tertiary school for that or university for that. But before that, just tell us from your childhood to that point, um, what did you do? How was your childhood like? Growing up, how was it like that? Um, hmm, what was my childhood like? Um, from what I remember, it was just like your pretty average childhood. <laughs> I am like, what, I have a younger brother. Um, and honestly, the fact that that's all that comes to mind when I'm asked to describe my childhood is quite alarming. I'm not sure what to say. But yeah, I grew up um, with my parents and my brother in Ikeja. Um, went to this primary school called Future Kids. I went to um, a secondary school, Vivian Fowler, and a girls' school. And then, I mean, in between that, I had a lot of various hobbies. So there were times that I was into 
bead making and jewelry. Lots of times I was into neat like knitting stuff, crocheting. Is it crocheting? Crocheting. I actually do not know. But knitting and crochet. Um so the time I was into baking as well. I just like had all these various interests that died down very quickly. Like I would start and in the next maybe three to six months I would stop. Um and then like when I was in secondary school I got started in photography, which is probably like my longest hobby ever. Because I've been doing that since maybe 2013 or 14. I don't I think 13, yes, 2013. Um yeah, and then that's pretty much my childhood. I actually do not have anything else to say about my childhood. Then, like, up until this point, I have been, like, into photography, taking pictures of anything and everything. Eventually got into event photography-ish. I was more or less, like, my family's designated photographer. So any birthdays, naming ceremonies, whatever it was, would be the one to take pictures of that. And that's sort of how I got into design. Because since I was taking pictures of events, like events that were to be remembered, I would need to create photo books of like all the pictures that I have taken for that event. So I had to learn how to use Photoshop so that I would actually be able to design and lay out these photo books. And I remember like it was so hard. <laughs> like when um there was a particular photographer in my church back then. One day he I was using, I can't remember what software it was that I was using for my photo books, but then it wasn't working out. Like it was stressing me and I needed to pay for a premium plan or something. And then I I guess I voiced this out and this man got to know about it one day. And he tried to like pull me through Photoshop and it was the hardest thing ever. I can't actually believe, like I look back and think of how far I've come because I did not understand Jack about Photoshop then. But anyway... I learned how to use Photoshop to like lay out my photo books and stuff. And then I just started designing from there. So I would design um, posters for my church. Um, like I had this online ministry back then. So I was designing um, posts, like social media posts for it. Had this clothing line going on as well. So I was designing for that. Um, if friends needed designs, they could come to me and I would just design for that. And somehow, somehow, eventually found myself in product design. Yeah. Well, that's, that looks bad. I, I can see you tried a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you use to choose a hobby or anything like that? How do you get to choose a hobby? Because you mentioned all those things you are doing were hobbies. Yeah, they were. I, I don't know how I chose. Like, most of these things were things I did when I was a child. So I actually kind of remember what made me got, get into them. Um, I honestly do not remember. Jewelry, what got me started in that? I don't know. I know that knitting or crochet, it was in school. A lot of people were doing it. I think um, home economics class or something required us to do something around that, I guess for one assignment and then I just got into it from there so I was like making bags and purses for myself and caps and eventually got tired of it what other hobby did I have baking I don't remember what got me into baking I think my mom used to bake so I guess like that's where I got my baking love for at least while it lasted um what other hobbies did I have 
piano um that one wasn't really by choice my parents just started making me take piano lessons while I was a child but that eventually stopped as well um photography what got me into photography was when I was when I entered SS1 in secondary school um we had to choose this thing called a trade subject so the options were photography um, I think it was tie and dye one or clothing and textiles, I think, I don't remember. There was data processing. There was something for cooking. I don't remember. It wasn't food and nutrition, but it was like a cooking class. There were different, there were at least five or six of them. And the only thing that made sense to me at the time was photography. Um, so I picked up my mom's, like my mom had this small point and shoot camera, like the type that tourists usually carry around. And I started using that to take pictures. And then um, I found out that one of my uncles actually had a DSLR, like a professional camera. And I started using that to take pictures. And eventually, like, I actually went home with his camera. I literally seized his camera. I did not allow him to use it. Um, and then, obviously, because he is a photographer too, and he likes taking pictures, and he needed his camera, he got me my own camera so that I could basically release his back to him. And, yeah, that's how photography got started. Can't remember any of my other hobbies. So I think that's all. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um for design, what did you ever feel like design was going to be a path you'd be following really for some for a longer time in your life? I mean, coming from photography. No, actually. Um when I was graduating high school, I honestly thought that Photography was what I was going to do with my life. I was like, I need to be the new T.Y. Bello, the new Kilichi Amadi Bello. Um, which is that his son? Kilichi Amadi. No, Kilichi Amadi will be. Wow, I've actually forgotten his name. But yeah, I, I was just like planning to be some top photographer in Nigeria, or not just Nigeria, but internationally. I did not know that I would eventually get into design. But after a while, I got super tired of photography because I don't know, doing it for doing it commercially just drained me. Um, taking, I don't know, it was, it was absolutely stressful if I'm being honest. I actually started to hate my camera. Um, when I first started photography, I used to carry my camera everywhere. Like me and my camera were one. You would not see my camera you like without seeing me. You would not see me without seeing my camera. Like we were everywhere together. I was taking pictures of everything possible: the sun, flowers, cars, anything and everything I could be taking pic that like you could take a picture of. I was taking pictures of it until I started event photography. And like I said, it just got so draining and stressful that I actually hated taking my camera out. Like I would just leave it at home, and then it just started gathering dust for a long time. So I eventually just decided I was not going to do event photography again. And I was just going to limit myself to taking pictures of people, my friends. So if my friends ever want like maybe birthday photo shoots or something, like I could do that for them just to take pictures. Or if I'm hanging out with people, I would just like carry my camera along if I feel like to take pictures just to update on my photography um, accounts. So, yeah, it now became less of a job and a source of income and more of a hobby. And then eventually design replaced it. How that happened, I actually do not remember. I remember that, um, okay, how I got into design. It was 2000 and, was it 18 or 19? I think 2019-ish. 
I met this guy in one of my churches, my old church, and I don't know why, like, I felt drawn to him in some way, like, oh, this is someone that I should befriend. I didn't know him before. He was just like a first timer at my um, church. But then I walked up to him and I got his number and we started talking and I found out that he was a designer. And um, he sort of inspired me to want to be a designer. Before, like I said, I knew how to use Photoshop to do stuff, but I was never actually calling myself a designer. So he inspired me to want to like be an actual designer. He did so much great work. He helped me improve my design skills a lot by a whole lot. And then eventually, like now being officially interested in design, I decided to read more about it and find out all the things I could about it. And I found like some of the things I saw online was that, oh, you need to find a specific niche. Is it niche or niche? You need to basically find where it is that you focus in design because the design is very broad, right? And um, I mean, right now, I don't believe that you need to focus on one particular like field of design. If you can do multiple, you can do multiple. But at the time, it was okay, you have to focus on one. And um, I was trying to find out which would I focus on. So I was thinking, okay, would I just like say with general graphic design? And my understanding of graphic design then was like, okay, like church posters, event flyers, and just those basic stuff, right? And I was like, okay, I mean, I've been doing that. That seems cool. I can continue doing that. Or do I like go into brand and logo design? I tried that. That like did not work out. It failed epically. <laughs> um, then those UX, UI UX design, which like I decided I was not going to get into. I thought it was extremely hard and just like impossible to do because when I was in secondary school I would see all these courses on Udemy that like oh learn how to build an app in 48 hours or like all these things and it was like bro how do you learn how to build an app like the um thoughts of it just sounded extremely impossible like it seemed like something that I would not ever be able to learn how to do was like it was for the great people um you know I want the marks and the bills and whatnot but yeah, so I had actually closed my mind off to UI UX design completely. But I don't know what happened. I joined this design group chat. I was just scrolling through. I started following a lot of design um, accounts on Instagram during that period, just like soaking in amazing designs from amazing designers. And I came across one post that was inviting people to join a particular group chat called Ideators. And I joined the group chat. And Lucky for me, that same day, or was it the next day or that weekend, they were having a class on UI UX design by one of these guys that I absolutely look up to. His name is Bami Dele. He is the lead or probably like, I think he's the owner of this agency, Native Brands. And they were people that like I absolutely looked up to. They do great work. So finding out that he was in the group chat was just like, mind-blowing for me and that he was going to do a session on UI UX design I had like I said I had closed off my mind to the possibility of doing UI UX design didn't think it was something I was going to do I didn't even plan to pay attention in the class if I'm being honest but one um after the class was over I decided to actually go through the messages and I figured out that this is actually not as hard as I thought it was he broke it down so simply this is a guy that has this is a guy that has like years of experience, but he broke it down so simply that like anyone could get it. And it was like, okay, I would actually love to try this out. But then I couldn't try it out until like maybe a month or two later because of certain um, 
setbacks like internet and an available laptop to work with and whatnot. Um, but eventually I found myself downloading Adobe XD on my mom's laptop and like I signed up for the daily UI challenge and I started and I've been in it ever since then. Wow, that's great. So um, what, what are some of the tools you use to learn, I mean, design and UX, UI? What are some of the tools that were influential for you in making you become whoever you are? Initially, no, it wasn't YouTube because I wasn't watching YouTube videos. I wasn't a YouTube person back then. Um, what helped me? I mean, it was mostly trial and error in the beginning. Like I said, I had the daily UI challenge. So I was receiving prompts in my email every day to like, oh, design a login screen, design a music player screen, design a chats um, messaging screen. And I was like attempting to do that. And then I was also building my network of like designers that I had around me. So people that I saw in the field that I looked up to, I reached out to them and just basically befriended them. And um, joined other group chats that also helped me so like in this group chat specifically this one called asha kuturi got um in that group chat we basically did this thing where we would share links to articles that we read daily like it was called article of the day aotd um so i would read most of those articles that people shared on the groups and that's just like what helped me build my knowledge base i guess on ui ux um so yeah, it was mostly just reading articles and then asking questions from the people that I had followed at the time. Um, what else? And then I got this course. Um, Benjamin Dada was doing this thing one Christmas, I think, yeah, Christmas, December 2019, where he would give out a course to a, an upcoming UI UX designer who really needed it. And I won that, so I got an idea of Interaction Design Foundation subscription from that, and I took courses as well. That's mostly it, just courses, article reading. I didn't really read much books. I mean, I started reading books, but I never finished them. So articles, um, co the course that I got, and friends. I will say my friends, mentors, like mentors that have become friends, are mostly a big source of what I know right now, aside articles, because articles were not like a lot of them, even though maybe they would have like for beginners in their title, they were not particularly clear. They were like still very hard to understand. So I would always go to my friends, mentors um, and ask questions. And yeah, that's how I grew. So how did you get your first job as a designer? Um, I mean, when I started posting my work, initially I thought that, okay, I would want to be a freelancer because like the freelancing life looked like the life you don't have um, to have a nine to five, go to the office every day. You could just work, work from home and have people reach out to you for projects. So that's what I initially wanted to do. But then after a while, I realized that almost, like, I'm not going to grow like this. One, I didn't want design to be like any of my other hobbies that just died down. Because honestly, if I did not like look for a job and get one, design would have, like, my love for design would have just like completely disappeared. And right now, I'll probably be like in another hobby entirely. Um, so yeah, I decided that I wanted to look for a job. So I tweeted, oh no, before I tweeted, I went on all these job 
um, platforms, right? And I looked for opportunities that I could work, but none of them actually like worked out. I also set up this thing on LinkedIn where it's like I get notified anytime someone is looking for a UI UX designer or UI UX design intern. I was looking for an internship actually, but most of these roles, what they were looking for, they were looking for someone who had like two years of experience, five years of experience, even internships, like it not make any sense how you would expect an intern to have like two years of experience. And the ones that didn't require certain years of experience, they required someone with a degree or even specifically a computer science degree. Again, that did not make any sense. Um, so after trying and trying and trying and not just getting anything, like I didn't even find any to apply to in the first place. I put out on Twitter that I was looking for an internship. So if anyone came across any that they thought that I could apply for, they should just let me know. And then a couple of days later, I got a friend from one of my mentors at the time, JK. And he told me that he had a couple of friends who were looking for a UI UX intern at their new design agency. And he just like plugged me, gave me the email address to send my application to, like sent my CV and like resume, oh, yeah, CV and portfolio rather, and hopes for the best. And eventually I got the job and like surprisingly, I didn't get hired as a UI UX intern, which is what I applied for. I got hired as like a full-time product designer. So that was cool. Yeah, that's how I got my first job. Great. So um, before all this, trying these hobbies, what was your dream job? I mean, when you were young or younger? Uh, honestly, I have plenty. <laughs> I don't like, I didn't have a specific one where it's like, oh, this is what I know I'm going to do with my life. But I had many, like, I guess any child would have, like at some point I wanted to be a chef. Like I was literally planning to go to culinary school at some point. At some point I wanted to be like a tailor or fashion designer um, design clothes and like make them like have a clothing line of my own at some point I wanted to be a lawyer because like I used to argue a lot as a child and people were like you know how Nigerians are like oh you argue a lot you should be a lawyer so I actually <laughs> did want to study law because of that read a lot of law books and whatnot but eventually stopped because at the time with my limited knowledge it was like okay the only law I could do is criminal law and I did not want to like put somebody in prison and they will come out of prison and start haunting me so I was like nah I'm not going to do that um yeah <laughs> but aside those there wasn't really anything that I knew that I wanted to do with my life except for photography yeah like I said my plan was to be like an international photographer so okay so um along this way did you find any challenges or things that limited you or maybe nearly led you to giving up on your career or that hobby? Okay, so like I'm I will take it that we're talking about design. Um the only thing that I can think of right now that probably affected me and maybe let me almost give up, let me to almost give up, would be this entire imposter syndrome thing where I just feel like I'm not good enough. So like personally or career-wise or generally, like just really not good enough. And then like getting to a point where it's like, oh, is it actually worth it? Would I ever be good at this thing? Would I ever get to the level that I need to get to? Um, feel like I should just like give up and stop trying. I would say that, yeah, that's probably it. And how did you overcome that? 
Um, so during those moments, I would talk to my friends. Like I said, most of my mentors became my friends. So I would talk to them about how I feel, like when those feelings arise. And they would more or less knock sense into my head. <laughs> and um, I also like try to constantly remind myself that I like, despite the fact that I may not be where I want to be, I'm not where I used to be and I'm growing. If I look back, like if I look back, um, I've been in this for a year and a couple of months. So if I look back to like exactly a year ago or when I even started, there are a lot of things I know now that I did not know then. Like I've definitely grown a whole lot, not even like small, right? I've grown a lot. So I need to actually give myself credit for that. Like I'm making progress and there is actually no hurry or rush to get to the top in quotes. Like what is the top really? Like I'm just trying to learn to move at my own pace not letting any external voices tell me how to feel or how to live my life. Just like move on my own pace, believe in myself, believe that I'm growing and I will eventually get to what it is or where it is that I want to be. All right. So you mentioned it's been a year and some months. Yeah. And from your role now, I, understand, I mean, from my knowledge, I, I know I assume it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a junior role. I mean, it's to become a product designer of, in an organization is a big role, let me say that. So what has been, or what has helped you move at that speed? Because in less than two years, you've achieved, I mean, you moved from being a novice in something to nearly being an expert, if you don't want to even call yourself an expert. What has, <laughs> <laughs> what has caused that, that growth, that speed in growth? Um, what, uh, um like... It's good. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's actually good. That's like a major factor. Um, and I guess this, my friends would say, I mean, even though I probably do not see it myself, my friends and family would probably say I'm like, determined. So I put in the work that was necessary. I was constantly always, always asking questions. Anytime I did not understand something, I literally have like a couple of, like probably like five, six, seven, five to seven people right now, I can't count that I go to anytime I get stuck with anything. Like these guys are constantly on speed dial. So they would drop everything, literally drop everything to answer me when I call. Like if I don't understand something, it's either they like send messages explaining it or they call or whatever, just like book sessions with them. And I would say that just having those interactions and they are people who are very experienced, right? So having those interactions with them is what has built me or has gotten me to this level that I'm in. But yeah, there's, I wouldn't be here if I did not ask, like despite having them in my life, like if I did not take advantage of like their knowledge and expertise, if I did not ask them the questions that were necessary, if I didn't put in the work to actually practice, look for a job and whatnot, I definitely will not be where I am right now. But honestly, like aside as that, I would say that God, because me too, I don't know. Actually, I actually do not know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, one of the things I'm getting is that, I mean, you've had a good relationship with your mentors as a mentee. Um, what can you say about that? For young people getting mentors, um, talking to people, how can they build a good relationship in this circle of influence, in this relationship? Um, I can only really say what worked for me. And honestly, I feel like it's majorly dependent on your personality. Um, so I feel like I'm the kind of person that people can easily warm up to. 
So it wasn't really hard to like the way I approached most of my mentors was like, Omo, I love your work. Please like adopt me or come and anoint me. Like just, you know, can I just like <laughs> them up your garment? Like all those jokes, right? And mm-hmm. I sort of eased my way into their lives. And it wasn't even in never it was actually never a mental mentee relationship. It, it it was more like a friendship that I like a friendship that I had with people in my field who are more senior than I was. Like that's basically what it was. Um so like what this is supposed to be advice to people i would say and funny enough i actually want to do like this on one of my next podcast episodes like how to just get people mentors in quotes that would help you on your design journey of growth but i would say that um one don't try and force it actually like if the person that you want to be your mentor does not want to be your mentor don't try and force it just like let it be and look for someone else who is nice enough to like agree um ask don't don't approach people and say oh can you be my mentor right like that would typically chase them away what you should do is if you have questions which is like what i did if you have questions about anything in particular then ask those questions like okay so you don't understand user flows go and ask like them about user flows you don't understand um information architecture you don't understand wireframing go and ask them those questions when you need the help and then you could eventually just like there's some people who you would eventually become their friends like the people that I currently have and there are some people who like your relationship would actually just remain like questions like I also have those people where it's like only when I have questions I talk to them I don't talk to them about other like life related stuff but sorry just to summarize approach people be calm like try and be like rigid and professional like oh hello sir please be my mental sir like these are normal human beings to just let them know what it is that you want specifically and hopefully they will help you if they're nice enough to all right. Yeah, so um I want to ask a question about your 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 long-term plans or your vision for the next few years. I wish I could say 10 years, but now changes happen so fast. So let me see for the next five years, what do you see yourself doing? Or where do you see yourself at? Honestly, right now I cannot actually say because I am still trying to determine that. Um yeah, I'm actually still trying to determine that. But I know that just in a hazy sense, I know that I would want to maybe start a design school or something soon. I don't know what that would look like. I don't know how that would go. But something where I can teach people or help people grow in their journey somehow. But yeah, like specifics, I can't really say because I'm still trying to figure that out myself. All right. And who has been one of your role models? Um, in your field or in any other field you find interesting? Um, role models will be all my mentors. I cannot say one. I'll say all of them. There's Daniel Abami, there's Mudia Masuen, there's Anushibi Omo, there's Shukuka Ezioke, there's Prey there's Faye Shayo, Shunubi, is that his surname? Shunubi. Wow, how have I forgotten his surname right now? There's Aluko Brown, there's Tulusaba, there's Joshua Abimika, there's who else who else 
there yeah right now oh and there's one of my closest friends he's dead now but like still okay um he was like one of the best designers that i knew but yeah these are most of the people that i look up to in the field that's great i think i i heard of okay and i heard of some i mean some founders trying to talk about the works he influenced and the work he did for them in their startups and we hope we pray so rest in peace yeah yeah so what are what is some of the highest points in your career you've raised and some of the projects maybe you've worked on if you can share a few with us um hmm. so in my previous place i worked at a digital agency so there were a number of projects that i like at least dabbled in or contributed to one of them was and this one is like the reason why this is the first that comes to mind because i more or less like designed the entire product it was like the first thing that my the first assignment that my boss basically gave to me when I joined there, like during take this project as your baby, like see it to the end. It was a law management, it was a case management web app for a particular law firm in Abuja, I think. Or oh, well the law firm has three branches, Lagos Abuja and somewhere else. But yeah, um so it was more or less like helping these guys track all the cases in their organizations in all the different branches. Um and like giving updates on each case, the tasks that need to be done for each case. Um, yeah, there was that. There was also AutoCheck Africa. Um, yeah, AutoCheck.Africa, that's the website. Work on that too. There was also, okay, well, the one I'm about to see, I actually cannot see it yet because it's about to be launched, it's yet to be launched. What else have I worked on? Those are the three main themes, like AutoCheck, the law management platform, and the third one that I cannot say right now because like it hasn't been launched yet. And then obviously like on my new job, Eden, I've worked on, at least so far, because I just started working here, worked on the website. All right, yeah. All right. I mean, those are cool products you've worked on. And I'll be looking forward um, towards the new one that is coming out. Yeah, thank you. All right, so what's your motivation in life? What motivates you? What motivates me? Hmm. I mean, aside just wanting to live like my life to please and glorify God, I would say that um, my major motivation, or that at this particular point in my life, at least like right now, my major motivation is probably being an inspiration to others, if that makes sense. Like, not necessarily that I'm living to please other people or I'm living for other people, but like more along the lines of being the reason that someone has hope or joy or encouragement to like carry on. So like I would want to live my life in a way that has people like, oh, if Darren can do this, I can. If Darren could do this, then I definitely can. Or like I want to know her God and like the way God always comes through for Darren. I want like that for me. Like just basically being an inspiration to others, being someone that's kind and encourages other people to be kind as well, being someone that, um, like, basically be people's go-to person. If you need help with anything, encouragement for anything, whatever, like, being that person that is there 
for you, if that makes sense. I would say that's what it is for me right now. All right, it makes a lot of sense. Okay, um, what are some of the values um, you work with? Um, I would say love is a major one. So like love, kindness, goodness, just being a good person generally. Um, so like I try to be there for people around me and like be their support system, be the reason that they smile, um, just spread love in every way that I can. That's something I try to be very, love and light actually, <laughs> that's something I try to be very deliberate about. Um, another value would be, I guess, honesty. Like I can't stand lies for anything. So I consider myself a very honest person and loyalty too. I consider myself a very loyal person as well. Um, yeah, at least that's what comes to mind right now. I've never actually actively thought about like what my values are outside, like maybe the fruits of the spirit. So, so what are you reading now, or what book has really impacted your life for you? Hmm. What am I reading now? Nothing at the moment. Like I'm trying to go to a bookstore with one of my friends and just like buy a lot of books. Because I haven't read books in a long time and I miss it. But mostly fiction. What book has impacted my life? Besides the Bible? I mean, that's like the basic answer. <laughs> um, All right. So um, what do you also do in your leisure times? Do I have leisure times? That's, it. that's actually the question that you should be asking me. <laughs> um, uh, what do I do in my leisure times? Well, I try and feel woefully. But at least I try to watch movies um and but most of the time i'm on twitter i'm probably laughing at funny tweets or funny videos or trying to reply my dms that's actually what i do with most of my time i'm either on twitter i'm attempting to watch a movie or i'm talking with my friends or maybe i don't go out much but like recently i've been trying to like build a habit of just going out to have fun because like this life is one right so um yeah movies twitter attempting to go out and have fun with friends and whatnot okay so um have you ever um, come across failure in your work as a designer and how was that situation like my old workplace um it felt like at some point it felt like i had to depend on my boss for everything so like he would give me a task to do and I would find it hard to do for whatever reason. And it would just be like, eventually he would have to do it himself. And he didn't like that. Obviously it makes sense because I mean, the purpose of me being there is for him not to have to do those things, right? But um, after a while, it went on for a while, right? And after a while, I decided to actually speak up about it, like think of what could be better like what could make this situation better because it just like kept repeating itself and I like I, I absolutely hate feeling like a failure right I absolutely hate feeling like I've let someone down so I thought of what could I actually do to make this situation work better I had a conversation with my boss about it and we changed something in the process I'm not sure if I should go into specifics, but yeah, generally just change something in the process, the way like things are handed off to me, like tasks are handed off to me. And like that worked. I could say that like from then on my productivity at work, like really skyrocketed, like it was much better. I was able to fully understand the tasks that I needed to do and actually do them well enough. And like 
the best part of it for me was that my boss actually noticed it. Like he noticed that I was basically doing, like my productivity was much more than it was when I first started out and I was delivering better quality of work. So yeah. All right, that's, that's great. And what do you, what's the definition for success as well? What's my definition for success? Um, I would say that at least going by what I guess the dictionary, the like basic definition in the dictionary is, is like meeting expectations, like accomplishing a specific goal or task and accomplishing, accomplishing it well, like doing it very well. Whatever the goal is, like accomplishing it is success. Yeah. And who comes to mind when you think of success? I mean, in your definition, any person or any human being? Not really. Nothing actually comes to mind, or no one actually comes to mind. Like going by that definition of success, I would say like success is so not like I I don't see it as about oh this is a successful person. Like you look at oh um the CEO of Twitter is a successful man or um, Elon Musk is a successful man, which they are. But like when I'm asked like, oh, what's your definition of success? I feel like just in, I see it from various aspects of my life, right? So like I would be defining, okay, what does success look like in my spiritual life? What does success look like in my career? What does success look like in my friendships and relationships? What does success look like in my finances? Like mental health, um, well-being, my health, like, like I said, um, it's trying to achieve goals or, or accomplish tasks. So like, okay, what are the goals that I'm trying to achieve in these various areas of my life? Um, yeah, but like, who comes to mind when I think of success? Honestly, nobody. My mind is blank. <laughs> no problem. All right. So if you had um, a big billboard, I mean, by a major road, what statements would you put on it for people passing by? Hmm. I think I have statements, so like plural. So I would say more than one. <laughs> um, one would definitely be like, Jesus loves you, because that's something that people need to know. So Jesus loves you, just there with hearts. And another one would probably be something along the lines of not letting other people define you or your life. So like, for instance, people try to have a say in what we do and what we become. And like, we just let them have like we let them control everything about us to the point that we don't even know who we are because like we're focused on meeting all these expectations from other people but honestly i'm trying to realize or i'm working on realizing that in the end all that really matters all that actually really matters in this life is what god wants and what i want right nobody else actually really matters because it's my life it's not their life they are not the ones that have to live with the decisions that i make i do so and this isn't really like encouraging anyone to be a bad person it's just like in terms of life decisions like what you want to do with your life your career and whatnot like focus on what does god want what do i want and run with that nobody else really has a say for being honest that's like what i would say so yeah don't let society don't let people define you or your life that's something that i would put probably phrase it differently but like that's essentially what it's for me and definitely something about like this would be like maybe another statement on another billboard like something along the lines of choose kindness so 
the world is honestly a very stressful place to be in and human beings will absolutely stress you out with the way everything is right now so like we can at least try to make life better for people by being kind like in every situation choose to be kind it's not easy because like yeah like i said people will stress you honestly but choose to be kind that don't be a horrible person you get nothing from being a horrible person so i think that's a reminder that people need every day choose kindness yeah all right so in line with uh, what you said what would be your parting words for people especially young people what would be my parting words for people especially young people one basically everything that i've said on the billboard part is my parting word to everyone um especially the part about not letting people define your life like it's very easy to fall into that trap i can like literally speak from experience very easy to fall into that trap of like letting other people define who you are and what you do with your life but no like figure out what you want what does god want for you right figure that out and run with that nobody else actually matters and um what else can I say to young people? Yeah, figure out what you want to do and do a great job at it. At it. Life is not a competition. Life is not a race. You don't have to try and be better than anyone, honestly. Just like focus on yourself. Focus on your journey. Don't look at anyone else. It doesn't matter if this person is doing whatever it is better than you or if you are doing it better than someone else. It's not a competition. It's you and you alone. Focus on your race. Do your, what it is that you want to do do and do it well. Impact the world positively. Spread love and light. Yeah, that's what I would say. All right. So finally, where can people reach you, follow you, send you messages, yeah, all that? Um, you can reach me on Twitter. Like, even though like responding to my DMs is more or less like a full time job these days, but yeah, you can definitely reach me on Twitter. My handle is Sala underscore o. So yeah. All right. So thank you so much, Sala, for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you. Thank I know you. it's great to come with have you again. Yeah, thank you. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. We promise to bring you new episodes weekly. So kindly subscribe on the platform you're listening to this this podcast on. And follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at The Young and Old Podcast. And YouTube as well, at The Young and Old Podcast.